I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. And our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Today we have a special show, and hopefully we don't fuck it up too much, but it's a college football special. Uh, There's been a lot of changes in the sport, so it's going to be a fireside chat. Hopefully it's not too chaotic, but Andrew, DeMarco, let's get into it. College football, and I want to start off by asking Andrew, the guest of honor, a question. Do you okay, before think... You, be, wait, 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 wait. Before you ask me a question, I just want to say it in the pod. Dude, you're looking lean as shit, man. You're looking shredded. He Dude, is. thank you. Thanks, yeah. man. USDA I, certified yeah. beefcake, <laughs> I, it's, uh... You're gonna disappear on me. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a, it's been a process. Uh, I guess that's a good. I need to start writing for the Church of the Chubby again. But I'm on oh um, a ketogenic should. diet. I, that. I know ketogenic diet. I'm doing jujitsu uh, and just kind of. I'm, I'm still lifting, but like really, it's. I've just been mainly focused on the diet, and and that's paid off. And also, I better address this uh, for the people just listening. I burned myself. Um, this is not a suicide attempt. It's not. I. I uh, <laughs> I have so I've got my my wrist uh, my forearm wrapped um, before the show. I, I well, this is a long story. We're just gonna get in. I went to Alaska. I, I went on a fishing trip and uh, caught up caught a sixty pound halibut. So I'm 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 I got the Green Mountain fired up. I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor. I I went ahead and I got I got this fish marinating in capers, basil, olive oil, Ooh. and uh, lemon zest and lemon juice. So it's it's been marinating. Uh, I, I fire it good. up to 450 degrees, the Green Mountain, right? And I Which know, I, love. I know that there's going to be a fire, okay? Because I, I normally cook low and slow, and I just I know there's going to be a fire. It's going to be a grease fire. Well, it shoots up to like 525 degrees, and the lid kind of blows up, so that freaks me out. And then uh, Jen. <laughs> starts to panic and I'm like calm down calm down and I fucking I shut the lid and I know not I should not have lifted the lid up and I lifted the lid up dude you know hot burns my fucking forearm I have um, done that before but been lucky that it just like singed all the hair off I don't one have side any hair. of my arm look I'm a hair Aren't those green mountains supposed to be pretty like safe to like Oh they're they're cook, super so safe like, they're super safe and, and uh, part of it's I needed to the heat plate I need to scrape that and clean the do deep clean on the grill I, I'm lazy I'm done it I just normally smoke things but I wanted to kind of sear the halibut and and um what, what i did is i i cut up a, anyways after the fire has been dealt with and my burns dealt with i what you do this is now it's a cooking show you slice up <laughs> two lemons whatever how many you need put them on the grill and then you put your fish on the lemons and i don't know 15 20 minutes later when the halibut, halibut hits 133 degrees, you pull it off, it'll cook the other two degrees, and you have a fucking phenomenal lunch. So that's what I ate for lunch. Ooh, nice. But anyways, hey. we're that way off good. topic. Andrew, thanks for, uh, thanks, for, thanks for commenting on the leanness. You're not, you just yeah. know how to get invited back, dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah. do you, all the changes that have been made, and John will have you pull up all the conference realignments that have been going on. Yeah. Do you think... That the state of college football, do you think that all these changes are good or they're bad for the sport? Oh, absolutely. They're good. Uh, oh. You know what the adage is, is that no one likes change. And right now, that's what's going through. It's going through change. And usually change is uncertain. And you can listen to any college football show, our show, and people don't know what they're talking about. Like they're saying, oh, so-and-so team's going to this, or they're not going to take them, or Notre Dame's going to do this, and no one knows. And so that's why it's scary, and people say, well, I like the traditions, and blah, blah, and these old-school rivalries. And a lot of them mm-hmm. aren't even rivals anymore. Like, a lot of these rivalries are lopsided. So let's get new rivals. Like, you know, you can only watch, you know, Michigan beat Ohio State once every 10 years, you know, then that's, oh my God, and then Ohio State goes on another 10-year run or whatever. So I know there's a lot of tradition, but uh, I think if you want college football to um, to thrive and to keep going, we have to keep pushing. Like, 
my worst fear for college football is if it turned to baseball. Like I can't stand baseball because it's a like, whole oh, tradition and this, and it needs to get with it. Um, so I think that the change is good, and um, we're going to work it out together. It's gonna, there will be some growing pains. Um, I think college football in the next five years is going to be interesting because they're still going to be figuring things out, but I do believe – it will be for the better for the longevity of the sport and maybe you know in 5 10 15 years it won't be called college football it might be you know semi or not semi pro but like a the feeder league nfl or something you know we might not even call it college football but who knows okay so that's that's so andrew thinks the change is good um, some of the changes, and thanks, John, for pulling that, uh, mm-hmm. this up. We have the University of Southern California and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 and heading to the Big Ten. Um, we've got no no new contenders joining the Pac now Pac-10. Go ahead and scroll down, John. The mm-hmm. Big 12 Conference. Uh, you have oh, that's a so big joining move. the Big 12, you have BYU. I think that's University. Is that the University of Central Florida, that's, Cincinnati, and Houston yep. joining? But then you yeah, have UCF. Oklahoma and Texas leaving, and I believe that they're going to the SEC. SEC, um, correct. Yep. No one gives a fuck about the Sun Belt. I mean, that's. But I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Say, that's kind of rude. That's that's the that snobbery. <laughs> the Sun we Belt. We care about James, our mid majors here. We have we have joining the the Sun Belt Conference. James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss leaving Little Rock and UT Arlington. Conference I'm excited USA. to see how James Madison does. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. But then, uh, how's his sister Ashley? <laughs> what? Stupid joke. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, I, got, conference, I got it. Conference USA. We have uh, Jacksonville State joining Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston leaving. We have Charlotte, FAU, Marshall, North Texas, Old Dominion, Southern, uh, Rice, and. Uh, Southern Miss, excuse me, UAB and U- University of Texas El Paso are leaving. Sun Conference, we have got Austin P. What is that? Yeah, really, in those conferences, Austin like Pay. Austin Pay aren't making Queens. any money. No, no. they're not. And these they're conferences, not. these are like jumped up double A schools. At yeah, this point. So, so what, let's I, so what I would let's think. Is, Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. What I was thinking, you know, because we could keep reading these off, but essentially. I was thinking there should be probably four major conferences. You know, you could call it the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, or ACC, whatever, you know, or just four of them with about 14 to 15 teams. And then I think those are the teams that are going to be the big money makers that are going to be playing for all the bull games. And then maybe have another conference or maybe even like a another um, a playoff and the winner of like these other you know, conferences that like don't make money get a chance to play in the playoff and maybe expand the playoff to 12 teams or something like that. But I think that for the most part, you have four big conferences where all the, the legacy teams are going to be in. So, and, then, and I, I want to pause there um, because that's a good and valid point. But I want to get uh, Demarco's feedback. Demarco, what do you what do you think? Do you think that all the conference realignment, and then also, um, and I want to also put a caveat here. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that people getting paid for playing college football is awesome. I think that yeah, I fine. think it's incredibly fair. I think that it's something that needed to happen, but Very just overdue. because that that's happening, it's probably may not be the best thing for the sport with regards to you, you're going to, what I'm afraid is going to happen is college football is going to turn into the MLB, yeah, but uh, I'll, I'm talking too much and I'll get into my, uh, what I think, but before I get into that, John, what do you so, think? So I think... I think the conference realignment in some ways is good. I think I like, I like when, you know, conferences expand. Uh, My caveat to that would be I am, I'm a boomer. I like geographically relevant conferences. And I think, you know, or, you know, I don't like, it pisses me off UCLA and USC going to the big 10 because then 
you know, I don't want to be a total boomer and be like tradition, tradition, tradition. But like my grandfather played in the Rose Bowl for Illinois and for Purdue. My dad coached in the Rose Bowl. I went to the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl in American sports, the Rose Bowl is one of the most historically important sporting events. It's up there with the Super Bowl and with, you know, the World Series, in my opinion. You just decimate that. Like, so what? USC and UCLA aren't going to go. So who are we going to get? Like, fucking USC plays Oregon in the Rose Bowl. Like, I I don't like that. But, like, you know, the Bulls at this point have become nearly irrelevant with the playoff system. I think... They need they need to change the playoff system. Well, I'll get to that, you know. But conference wise, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten just for TV money. Um, I think with with college football, like, and I have I guess I have a, a more a more nuanced take on it just because I grew up in college football. My dad was a college football coach my entire life. I grew up going to you know, big football games every weekend and like living in, I mean, when you're, when you coach for a team, you hella do. But when you're a member of a family where one of your family members, like, especially if your dad is like his employment and our livelihood depend on how, like how Purdue does, like we lived and died by football and like the intensity that college football has, I don't think is matched in any other sport the closest I would think would be NBA basketball um, in terms of like, for me, at least I say for me, um, you know, in terms of interest, I like NFL football. I don't feel that attached to NFL football. I think the thing with uh, the other thing about why I think the geographically relevant conferences matter is because of how essential college football has become to the American economy. like small town college town economy especially for these big d1 schools and like i happen to live in one you know if ucla and usc leave and then they eventually take like say stanford and oregon bolt or stanford and washington go too then that fucks the you don't get the civil war every year you don't get the apple cup everywhere every year and yeah the rivalries can be lopsided and yeah they're old they don't necessarily matter in terms of like the bigger picture but in terms of like local cultures college town cultures they matter a hell of a lot more than the national championship in a lot of ways you know like if you take the civil war away that's an insane amount of money that goes away from a town like Corvallis you know or if like you know in Seattle if they have the apple cup in Seattle you know probably doesn't make that big a dent in terms of like revenue for people who need it but if you go to Spokane you sure as shit are making a huge like huge dent in potentially in the town's economy um but then in terms of football i think it will be like in terms of quality of play it'll be great you know because you'll just you'll have more like especially the big 10 like good god the football there is already so good now it's going to be a whole nother thing by having ucla and usc in it oh okay so you're you're kind of on the fence you're you, you know yeah. you're not 100 percent in andrew is team progress yeah. this is the future let's <laughs> fucking go i'm gonna give my two think, go ahead okay, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. i'll give my two cents really quick okay, yeah i just think that um those small towns like you're saying um there's still going to be college football there, and I think that you could find uh, just new rivalries. Maybe Oregon State and Boise State become the new Oregon. Oh, I Oregon mean, State that would be awesome. Like that. And then yeah. uh, I, I think that there's just going to be new new rivalries, new games. And mm-hmm. not to say that you still can't have the old rivalries even when they do these new conferences and realignments. The only um, thing that I'll add real quick before Rick, you go is that <clears throat> the other thing you have to take into account is that for like these, for like the Big Ten, it's really not that big a deal. Um, you know, because those schools, between the money they make from now with CBS and the money they've been making with their own television network for the past decade or so, um, they don't they don't need any money. They don't need to worry about money. So, like having to fly to LA potentially twice a year, you know, probably won't be that bad for those schools. But then when you throw in smaller schools that now are going to have to take, you know, potentially have these kind of bigger more spread out conferences, you know, like you had that issue with West Virginia and the big 12, uh, for the past five or six years where their travel budgets just like quadrupled because of, you know, 
just how far they have to go to play in conference games. Um, that like smaller schools like that or OSU is kind of in that the football program is like they pay into the university, they make more money, but then you kind of really potentially damage the like university's income by doing like so much travel. So I don't want to get too too far in the weeds on universal spending. I mean, if we're going to talk about it, the the we need to we need to think about it in terms of why this is happening is because of TV deals, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so it's let's, all let's of TV, stick yeah. to, let's stick to let's stick yeah, but that to was that. The, the last Big Ten expansion was solely because of TV. Yeah. They got Nebraska because they because they thought like oh Nebraska could be good, and they got Maryland and Rutgers only because they were in the DC and New York TV markets. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. This is my this this is how I feel. I'm I'm going fucking full boomer on this. Number one, <laughs> really. All right, hundred percent. I'm very surprised. Okay, I figured you'd love the chaos. No, I, dude, I and I and normally I would agree with you. Normally I'd love it, and there's a part of me that does, but I, I'm afraid of all the schools that are going to get left behind because I mm-hmm. am a member of one of the fucking smaller schools, and that's Oregon State, and I'm a Beaver fan. And I'm incredibly salty. I hate Oregon because of all the money that they that Uncle Phil gives oh, them, oh, and oh. I can't stand. They're we're the giant killers. Event. Yeah, we're so. My my concern is I like the rivalry. I like that Andrew's a Duck fan, and that we you know when we first met each other, that was one of the things that popped up. As he he was a douchebag because he was an Oregon Duck <laughs> fan. I'm afraid <laughs> of losing that. I I do not. I don't like that USC and UCLA are no longer a member of the Pac-12. I hate it. I mm-hmm. I'm concerned that. And, and I'm not. I mean, if you look at Nick Saban in the comments, he's he's said he's concerned because Alabama's hegemony over college football is is at risk because they don't have the amount of money that a, a school like Texas or a, maybe I'm not Texas, uh, Penn Texas State, is rich as hell. Uh, Houston, yeah, they have all they the, the Houston, all yeah. the SMU. Mm-hmm. Now, and I'll get to the other caveats of this a little bit later but i'm i'm not i i think it's going to kill the sport because i think that these regional based teams like people that are nebraska you have nebraska colorado those two people pay attention because they used to be rivals you have oregon state oregon they're they're huge rivals the apple cup huge rivalries you have ohio well that's still going to go down but i'm afraid of losing those rivalries i like the tradition now on 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 that that end I am kind of excited about all the fuckery that's going on. I'm I'm excited because who knows? Maybe in like five to ten years, SMU will be another powerhouse again because of all the money that they had and that they were the only team that got the death penalty and now they can pay their players. Like maybe there's going to be some really small, insignificant conferences or, or schools yeah. that have a shit ton of money that are all Did of a sudden SMU like powerhouse. Their players thirty six thousand. They paid their players right now. I can yeah. pay salary well, I mean, thirty six thousand already. Legal, so. <laughs> so every player, yeah, I love who that. knows. Yeah, and, and who I knows? love that. Maybe Texas, the University of Texas, or not Texas, the state of Texas will have like the best college football in the state, and it'll take it away from the SEC. I don't know. So I am excited to see <clears> the changes, but I just I feel like we're in a in a very dangerous position where a lot of it maybe the older people that are in there like you know mid 40s to like late 60s they're gonna be like what the fuck is going on i hate this i don't know but what's what's gonna change though like say even the last 10 years who how many different champions have we had not that it's, many it's, four it's, four five gonna have, it's gonna be the same thing so like people are saying these smaller schools are gonna get fucked well and I don't really see the difference, you know. <laughs> like we got the Clemson's, Alabama's. They, need to, start, they need to have like just do a whole new level, you know, like split split Division One into a new Division One and that's, Division that's Double exact, or something. So that's exactly what I was talking about earlier when I was. I actually um, wrote like just I was bored, and I actually have like a hypothetical fourteen team SEC, a fourteen team <laughs> Big Ten, a right, fourteen team <laughs> Big Twelve. Let's hear this. Do you, which one do you want to hear? I want to hear all do the Big Ten. Yeah, I want to hear Big Ten. Okay, well, we'll start with Big Ten. So this is, um, and I just kind of this quick. So if I, there are some mistakes or if I didn't name one, but this is what I was saying. So you got your Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, 
Michigan State, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Nebraska, USC, UCLA. Then this is where it gets this is where it gets fun. South Carolina, Indiana, Iowa, Notre Dame, Stanford. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Ah. I mean, okay, I'm here, not, here, okay. here. Well, right. I'll give you I'll give you my Big Twelve. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh, Oklahoma God, State, insane. Baylor, okay. Texas Tech, TCU, Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas, Oregon, Washington, Vanderbilt, Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern, Oregon State. What? No. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm out. I'm out. No, I'm, I'm no. I'm he's sorry. selling I was, me. Dude. I was I'm being, on the first I'm, one. No, I'm, 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 I'm being sold right now. This is interesting. We can play ACC. the Cyclones. Okay, <laughs> great. Clemson, Miami, Florida State, North Carolina, Pitt, Virginia Tech, Louisville, Arizona, Arizona State, Kentucky, Maryland, Rutgers, Colorado, Cal. This is a bit. No, this is terrible. I'm out now. I've, no, I'm out. <laughs> so the, you day. just got rid of the Pac-12, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> why did you do I hate this? it. I hate this. Why I did you, know you, why? Do, you uh, do you know why? Because, listen, I, I've i been in the Midwest, East Coast, and, I, and I'm kind of feeling their bias. Like, the majority of the population lives in this time zone, and the majority of the population does not give a fuck about Pac-12. I promise you, I've I've been here for two years. As soon as Ohio State is done playing, they turn the TV off. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, but and I mean so, that's no different in the oh, SEC because they only care about their school. But this well, is right, exactly. But the so if we, if we the get these, so if we get these schools to go over and play these schools and make them come and play us, where they have to stay up and watch a game, you know, in Pacific time, that that's just gonna be more eyeballs, and then more people are gonna watch. And so that's kind of where my idea was: is like they're not watching anyway, and so that's why we're going for the money. Is so let's force these people to watch See, these I teams. Think, I think a a better way to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish is split the play, have a playoff, split it, sixteen teams, eight from the east, eight from the west, and then no, you play, I, each, I agree. and then we you come, and then you the play playoff. each other. You know, there's no there's no West versus West. It's West versus East. Split it down or whatever. Come up with something, and that's how you expose people. But I think like by, at least in American sports and America, you know, American sports, even college football forever has just been driven by capitalism, you know, and the just money, 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 money. Especially the last ten years of college football is insane. How much money has come into it? Well, can we, can we talk about that real quick then? Like, sure. So yeah. We were talking about the let's talk about the players and the, just the financial and just how much more money people are going to get paid because yeah. I think even right now in every institution, the highest paid uh, employee there is a basketball or football coach. Yeah. I think now, everything, everyone, but North Dakota, which is like a medical school president. Yeah. And, and now like you're going to have some players come out of high school mm-hmm. making more money than all the professors. You know, It's yeah. going to be wild and it already is I happening. Think, yeah. And like, I, I think it's good that the, that players are getting paid. I think the NCAA fucked itself, which is not exactly surprising since that's kind of their <laughs> kind of their signature move and didn't <laughs> put any kind of like not restrictions from letting players monopolize themselves or, or monetize themselves, but some sort of like a cap that like almost protected the players that they could sign these deals. They have X amount, but it's put in trust like a blind trust and they get the total of it you know, minus like a monthly salary or something, you know, but the, the schools should be like the, the, but even that the endorsement money is whatever the, the players, if you've got, if you've got endorsement endorsable, you know, statistics when you're 19, get your paper, man, while you can. Did you see what like, that one schools, player named the coldest? No. An IL deal with a fucking AC unit company. Oh yeah. My favorite was like that. the, one of the first ones was like the like power forward for Iowa. <laughs> Their basketball team was the first one in Iowa to sign uh, to sign a contract, and it was with like a local like restaurant or something. It was the most Midwestern like wholesome endorsement deal. That and the Auburn quarterback signed a deal with Milo's uh, Sweet Tea to endorse that and their hamburgers. Like, so awesome. I-, I think like the schools need to be also paying. There there needs to be like revenue sharing, profit sharing with the with the all the players regardless it should just be a flat percentage on the team and if you can get your if you can get signed for nike or or, you know milo sweet tea or you know (coughs) granny's barbecue or whatever shit down the street that's on you that's outside of that 
you, no one gets a piece of that but you, but the schools should be paying them outside of room and board. They should be getting like a stipend salary that's like not like professional level money, but it should be significant. It should be at least a hundred grand. They could all afford to pay, you know, even if you cut the roster down to say like 60, 70 kids instead of like 110, you know, so do that. Can we real quick? I, we've we've brought over the, co- the 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 pros. I do want to kind of bring up some cons. A, mm-hmm. a smaller school like Oregon State, uh, Washington State, these Cyclones, just for example, off the top of my mm-hmm. head. When you start paying players, like we're gonna we're not gonna get the best players. And you know what? Let's say this: we don't already. They uh, all go exactly, to Clemson, Alabama, like, Ohio it's, it's State, even, Michigan. I understand that, but like even if we get a diamond in the rough, someone that's really good, like that Oregon State is really good at doing, you know, with the right. Quiz Rogers. There's a mm-hmm. fucking transfer portal now, and that person can yeah. just leave the team. I mean, the transfer. More, so it's the like, transfer portal thing is is so complicated because it basically like I think that players should have some sort of agency over where they go, but it should again, again, this isn't like if we're gonna if if college football is gonna be it's essentially semi pro ball now. If this is gonna be semi pro football, there needs to be semi professional level money going to every single player, including the third string punter. You know, you make the team, oh, you I get agree. paid. You know, yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, then it needs to be like it shouldn't be as crazy as like if you transfer, you have to lose a year of eligibility or go down a level and then transfer again. It should just be you can transfer, but you only get like one transfer every three years. That way, there's some some sort of way to contain this, and you can't like you can't transfer until you're like. I don't well, know. Like I don't know. Hold on, that's, that's so, a, some sort of restriction. That's a you know? terrible idea, but I also like kind of agree with it because the more autonomy that this is goes back to what I guess caveat. This goes mm-hmm. back to what we kind of talked about in the beginning. We understand that this is actually f- just and pretty fair, but mm-hmm. it probably is killing the sport. Or oh, maybe yeah. not. No. It's college, you know what, college football as it is. It has been dead since they started the this new playoff model that isn't a playoff it's just a like bcs without the computer it's now just completely the people shoving in the same teams as always you and i think they should do like this will never happen and it's borderline insane but do you and i think they should do what is Hmm. these kids should even go to college anymore shouldn't even they shouldn't even be students it should they should just be athletes Really, and so yeah. like like your or reduce like reduce cre- like severely to reduce credit load during the season. Because you know what college like football that. should be? College sh- football should be the, like the D two schools, the D three. That's college football. The people that have no really shot of going professional. You might have one at every couple drafts, or whatever. But that was college football. It was like, all right, we're gonna get these guys who are really athletic and good and strong, and then they're gonna play college football, make some you know, earn a degree or whatever, and then go about their lives and their job. These are kids now, like, <coughs> Arch Manning isn't going to Texas first degree, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> like, so so it's like, let's cut the bullshit. Like, these guys aren't students, really. They're athletes. And college basketball is even worse than football. Oh, yeah. So I it's think, like, I think a we're way paying them. Let them talk. Let them, John, let them talk. Yeah, go ahead. It's, a, it's like, we're already, they're going to be getting paid. They're going to be getting money. These kids aren't going to be giving a shit about school. And they shouldn't, really. It's, they have to worry about their their bodies and everything so it's just like what if there's somehow these teams like say Oregon just sponsors these schools or whatever and they use their facilities I don't know because it's just a, it's just such a bullshit thing to say that these are student athletes when really I, these kids are taken yeah. I think like, at some point though you can you could we could end up doing some sort of like looking at the way that professional football in Europe has done like soccer how each club you know in lower leagues has or like how baseball has with all of the you know farm triple a all down to single play mm-hmm. have farm teams you yeah, know if right. these if these like if these colleges are going to be making as much almost as much money as the nfl then pay your players and do something like take the the power five conferences how and then figure out whatever you know and if it's going to be geographic or whatever that you know the sports change so let's just change it let's just blow it up and start over everything under the power five so you have like the whack sun belts uh, the American Conference, those those are still kind of do like they did where they split 
from Division 1A to um, Division 1 AA that now it's, you know, what is it, Football Bowl Subdivision and Football Championship Division or something like that? Mm, FBS, Do you like that? Yeah, the Power 5 has its own. You can play all these other schools. It's still the same system. But these schools are also then sponsored or are farm teams of actual professional football clubs. You know, like, and if that means expanding the NFL and having, like, a real minor league system or something, I mean, this country is so hungry for football. How many, like, how it's comical how many startup football leagues there are. Yeah, and I'm so sick and tired of watching these garbage ass leagues start up for half a season and it's horrible football and then they mm-hmm. just, like, they go under. Like, the XFL's promising all this and stuff, but, like, my godfather just- coached for the team and uh, what team was it? I don't know. They all lived in, in Birmingham, Alabama. I don't even he, he coached for one of the teams. And the USFL was, this, this year? Yeah, yeah. and he, had, he said it was pretty interesting. Do not shit on the XFL, okay? I oh, am X, a we're die, not talking about the XFL. I know. I am a diehard believer in it, and I hope it takes off. I followed that. Oh, me too. Religiously. Yeah, me too. I was a Houston Roughneck. Shout out to all the Houston Roughneck fans out there. Undefe- perfect season. Most of our team is in the league now. A huge fan of the XFL, and I hope. I mean, it does if you well. think of it, you think of it in that along those lines, right? So, say the NFL is our premier di- premier league, premier division. We don't do promotion and regulation, so it's like it's like baseball, farm teams, college football is AAA. You know, yeah, so sure. let's just let's just formalize the system at this point. The NC2A has outlived its usefulness in terms of football as a sport. Now, for the smaller sports, that's another conversation. Because that's gonna—that's another aspect of this conference realignment stuff—is if the Pac-12 falls apart and it goes back to the Pac-10 or Pac-8, what are the other sports gonna do? Because is like track and field all the sports at UCLA gonna go, or are they gonna stay Pac-12 for every sport but football? Kind of like how Notre Dame is every sport in the ACC yeah. except for football. Well, do, do, actually, could you Google that? Real quick, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a good question because I, I can't. I'm I'm pretty sure that USC and UCLA are just they're they've gone to the big. It's the, the big. It's the Big they, Ten, right? They'll go to the Big Ten. This is I think this season or next season will two be years. their last seasons. Yeah. Two years. So so they're still t- they're still in the Pac-12, but in two years they'll be Big Ten at least for football. I don't know how that works. I'll look it up. It's a good question. I don't See, know because that, that that's that's. This is kind of because I come at it from two. My dad wasn't exclusively a college football coach. He also coached basketball. He coached track. He coached baseball. He coached softball, like anything. And so, like, I've grown up in in American university culture, specifically around the sports mostly, but just the whole culture. You know, there are like what what do they always say that statistic in the NC2A commercials that they do that it's like 97% of NC2A athletes don't go pro yes or that you know don't go, go pro, pro in sports. something else yeah something else yes. yeah exactly yeah, we're professionals so like, and blah, blah. there's so much more going on than just football however football and football is the best sport let's be honest yeah, but like you know college basketball is great college baseball is fantastic you know college soccer is pretty good track and field's amazing you know like there, there's there's it's a bigger organization than just football which is why at this point it feels like D1 football should just spin out into its own entity and that way it does not affect the operations of all the other sports. But the thing is they make all the money that that subsidizes all the other sports. Like yeah, if there was well, no yeah, football. That's yeah. true. That's, yeah, I would say that's what the Stanford's they got rid of rowing and all these other bullshit sports. Even OSU, OSU pays they did, OSU yeah. football and basketball collectively pay for all of the other Everything. sports. You know, yeah. like that was like at Purdue, even even at Purdue which is like kind of middle of the road big 10 football paid for every sport including basketball like that's how they built uh the giant like swim complex that's like incredible that they they'll have like very routinely have olympic swimmers and divers that go to purdue to train you know like it's a it's it's a bigger bigger picture than just football that it's going to be really interesting because this is much a much bigger shakeup than when was that 10 years ago that like Nebraska and Rutgers and everybody moved and like went to the big 10 and then the big, uh, what was that? The, what was the conference of the East, the big East is that that's the one that fell apart and then became the, the American, right? You know, this yep. one's going to be really kind of earth shaking in terms of college football. It's going to be, it's, it's insane. And I don't, 
I just I don't know if it, if the sport's dead or it evolves into something else. Um, I I think that for me the the NC two A, um, the only thing that they've ever done good was put on the NC double the NC two A tournament the basketball tournament. Yeah. I think that's the best thing they've ever done. I think that they've something as important of as college football to be trusted in the hands of these assholes has has been terrible for it. But I, I just and they deserve it too. Like mm-hmm. they've been acting as fucking slave owners for since the inception of it. Yeah. Since it started, yeah. The transfer portal, especially the, the transfer portal, pisses me off too. Is because when we were playing college football together, Andrew, like there were times we talked about transferring, but we had we lost a year of eligibility. So like mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm like pretty. Unless you went down to what it, it was a hundred percent, Unless you unless you were going down. Right. Division, if yeah. you went down a division, then you didn't lose an eligibility. You but like, if you were, so it was so unfair. Um, and a lot of people that were playing with us could have definitely fucking gone up a division. Like, uh, gosh, dude, hold on. What was his name? Satani Tatu. Satani Tatufu. Shout out to Satani. Dude was Cincinnati Bengals, um, right? God, he was probably like six. Yeah, yeah. He was a. He was a, both of his brothers starting nose tackle for the uh, U, 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 Cincinnati Bengals, starting left tackle or right tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles at one point, and his little brother played at USC. <laughs> this dude had he had his bad grades, and I remember watching this. This he was like six three, six four. Uh, we had a special teams uh, like. He he was he ended up playing like tight end. This is a defensive end. He ends up smoking this corner. Ca- his hands of a fucking oh, dude, angel catches dude. this pass. I looked at him and I was like, "Why the fuck are you D two? Oh I've, I've been saying this bro. for years. Great. Um, <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, "You shouldn't yeah, be here. You're that. so good." Shout out, Wes. He probably wasn't after D2 that program. season. Then <laughs> I promise you, every person on the team, Rick included me. Everybody on the team had a sob story why they weren't D1. Oh, fucking grades, injury, fucking coach, SAT, didn't register in time. Oh, you know, whatever. Everyone has a sob <laughs> story why they're not in D1. Year. When you're in a D2 program. And the moral of the story is, though, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're, you're D, if you're at D2, you're a D2 athlete because you couldn't get it done for your grades <laughs> on the field. You're not even double A. They you in the D1 program. They 100%. have guys that got the grades that are just as athletic or better or stronger or smarter or whatever. So if you're a D2 or D3, that's that's who you are. And I'm okay with that. That's That's okay. That's it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and I found uh, I found the uh, answer to that with uh, UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. The plan is that all of the Olympic sports will go to all the sports will go to the Big Ten, except for uh, at both UCLA and USC. Will men's volleyball and water polo will stay? They are they're already in a different conference in the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation, um, and their beach volleyball teams are going to stay in the Pac-12 because the Big Ten doesn't have beach volleyball. See, but if I'm the Pac-12, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah, <laughs> that's oh, exactly no. how I'd I mean, be like, that, no. You're, no. That, I forget there was. I forget what happened. There was something happened when my dad was at Purdue. I remember that something like that happened, where like a team moved. Like I think it was it was a team going up in division. Like oh, that was at, uh, Bo- at Boise State when Boise State went one A or in went D one in football. All of their sports stayed in the big sky except for uh, football. And then a couple years after that, basketball went up. And then, yeah, and then I think that, and then the rest of the sports all went D1, but they're all in the whack um, except for uh, football and uh, basketball. Football is in the whack, isn't it? Uh, now it is. I, I'm thinking back when they were in the Mountain West. Yeah, because that was still a Boise thing. State couldn't join. And, and also, rem- I remember back in the day wanting Boise State to join the PAC, then PAC ten. But so, because of the academic requirements, it's, they it's weren't not, able to do it. It's not even the academics for the students. It's it's about the research. It's about the the actual university. Yes. Yes. So yes. that's so like that's why when yeah, T V deals for like when Maryland and Rutgers joined 
Um, Maryland and Rock- Maryland has pretty good science. My cousin went. She she her freshman year she rode at uh, crew at Rutgers, and her freshman year she was a genetics major. Her freshman year is when Rutgers joined the Big Ten, and like she even said, when they went in. Their labs were like okay, but they were getting more access to research and to better academics and better like information sharing with all the other Big Ten schools that are all like each one is some sort of world renowned for some sort of like STEM field. And then by the time she graduated, they had like labs and and faculty on par with the rest of the Big Ten. So like that that's and that's why Boise State will never be able to join wow. the Pac-12 is just because their academic program yeah. is non-existent. They it's a good school for like, you know, you need a liberal arts degree or just need a college degree. They have a good trade school too, but it's like it's not a great school. It's an okay school. Like if you went there you did go to college, but it's not it's a not much more than a community let's not, college. Let's not throw any shade on uh, Boise State grads. So I mean, Idaho's no, gone downhill. No, let's be let's, honest. I'm, we're not getting into that. We're purely talking <laughs> college football. Okay, Boise State. The, Boise State has gone downhill since Harzen left, and that shit was insane. Because like, I won't name names because I don't want to. You know, I got I've got ins, but like, longtime friend of the family, coached at Boise State, went with Harzen. And like just hearing about all of the stuff at Boise State after that, it was like culture shock when Hardson left because they like everybody was floored because every every coach before Peterson left and then just started throwing shade on Boise State left and right has been like die hard for Boise State and like genuinely want to stay there. Yeah, I just Chris, let's see. Chris is Chris yeah, Peterson still coaching um, at no, but no, he's an analyst. Health, on, uh, facilities and stuff with money memory. too. I feel like really? we were just a little too late because when we went to college, mm-hmm. we actually had a, our facility area. We call it the ghetto. It was like it was an old, <laughs> dirty, wet couch in a dark room, and um, that's what it was. And that was kind of the yeah, right. And that was kind that of the great. now D2. like everything is like. <laughs> Big screen TVs, couches, you know, your own locker with your own locks in it, and stuff like that. Um, there's there's whole YouTube channels that have enough content weekly to put out like, you know, brand new hundred and twenty million dollar yeah. locker room for you know Miami Ohio. It's crazy. Field you go to NFL. There's so much and money. And then have worse facilities in college. Like if you're at LSU or somewhere and you go to like Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. Like Cincinnati didn't even have like an mm-hmm. outdoor practice facility. Like, I've been in a few NFL weight rooms, and like, they, granted, this was I like say I was in the Miami Dolphins weight room when I was like probably like eight years old, so in like 1998, 1999, it, they had a great weight room, and that was on par with like any college weight room of the time. But like, I've been in the Green Bay Packers weight room within the last ten years, and it was like a closet compared to like, good God, have you seen Alabama's weight room? Like. Or like, uh, who's another one that just built a huge one? I just saw. Like even the smaller schools, like UConn, has an insane football facility. Yeah, you do have to have to compete. But you know, little schools. Why do we care about what you guys say? Honestly, we're already because. uh, Listen, it's it's easy for you to say like, why for the culture? Why do you care? Because the school that you. So happen to follow. No, I'm, hey, I, I, I'm, like, a, I'm a wolf. Oregon through State. Y'all are a jumped up Oregon you know, State. Like, first of all, don't get twisted. <laughs> Shout out. Now stop. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's get the Civil War beef going. Okay. Oregon State, we know what we are. Okay. Yes. We're historically one of the worst teams in college football. Like, my dad got recruited here and didn't want to come here because it was so bad and instead went to Cal Poly. You know? Oregon is exactly the same and both schools outside of, you know, corporate sugar daddies and just a few good years like Oregon State in the late 90s were were like mid-majors at best, right? But it's like there's there's something special about the rivalry that you lose when it's just, you know, y'all got money now so you're too good too good for us. Yes, cuz we can still beat you. We have beat you in the mm-hmm. in the, you know, the last 5 years. We've traded so, we've traded games for the last 4 years. Yeah, it's been glorious. This whole state as a whole does not have enough population to make it a good football state. And the 
who cares? Y'all are recruiting, you know, linemen from Wisconsin. And well, no, like, I'm saying, but that's why I say so back in the day, we're talking about got the, the guns. It was just like if we didn't have the money, and it was oh, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I thought you were talking so about now, and I'm so like, you, you have y'all to have all, that no flash. You know, no one watch that football because you know Ohio has 11, 12 million people in it. You know, and it's quite a big black population and other. People, Oregon has like three, four million, majority white. Yeah, even outside Five. of population, Oregon Five. just doesn't right. have the culture. So, for football. like, you have to, and like, it's crazy. So, Oregon just got um, one of the best uh, five-star quarterbacks from Detroit, Michigan. I'm actually gonna try to watch him play this year. Um, and people were saying like, okay. "Yo, like, what happened? He was supposed to go anywhere but Oregon, and for the fact that they snagged him, and he's gonna be playing." their next year is insane and you know and everyone's saying oh nil and and he says no he likes he wants to win and compete and blah blah but you know like the it has to be nil like that because even Kayvon thibodeau like oh, he said like you know he was yeah. the number one pick that oregon should have gotten they're like so why did you come to oregon he was like oh my god it's such a funny thing it was uh it was uh like a bcs game he was all on joel clap and he was just making fun of like how dumb people are in alabama while him being like very ignorant, like saying wrong words and stuff, but um, he was saying I went to Oregon for, for to my connections for Nike. It's a global brand. I can go anywhere, and so yeah, that's kind of the thing where Oregon has now is like, you know, you come here, we can not get you just with the university, but we can get you in, meet Mister Knight, the guy who started all, and you you could be set for life. Yeah. But you still get your ass whooped anytime that you know pressures. Yeah, on. but they, they don't. They don't care about that though. Like we can uh, college as a whole. It's like the Oregon brand. Yeah, but so is, that that that's kind of what I'm. That's that's kind of what I mean. You know, like college football. Yeah, okay. It's semi pro. It's you know. I know that these guys go to play football. They're not going to school. But you're going to fucking play football. Like. So make it so everybody gets paid, and let's stop with this. Like now, yeah. it's become who's got or, the biggest. It's almost piggy like bank, the Dallas Cowboys. More than it already like Dallas was Cowboys haven't done still, shit forever. And yeah, they, there was no, still a trump just, card. We're gonna. Yeah, I mean, the, to be honest, Cowboys that's a pretty good shit, allegory. They're still the most. Like, let's be real. I think out of, yeah, one of the most. Y'all got biggest money. Brands y'all got flash. One of the most like valued. But you're still fumbling the extra point. Des know? caught the ball, though. Let's not let's stick to call. Let's stick. He hundred percent caught the ball. Let's stick to college football. Uh, for the listeners that don't know this, I have a huge. That's, no, that's, he, he that's is, but they've been bad for so I am long. A he big just, Dallas. He no, downplays he's it. Huge. Yeah, he, they're bad, so he's not really the yeah, biggest. Yeah, once they go through, oh, I've been I've been a believer since day one. Call it now. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've pretty much given up on on the belief. I, I don't think we're, we've made no moves in the off season. To be honest, I'm I'm less of a sportsman than I used to be. I I am getting sucked back in to sports. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a recovering heroin addict. That's good. That's just that's just getting the pull back because I've been watching um, Hard Knocks. I've I, I I've been paying attention to what's going on in college football, but I mean they're doing in season hard we, knocks we, this year. We, yeah, I know, which is sick. We are yeah. running a little bit low on time, but I do want to ask: Do you guys prefer uh, John? Do you prefer college or the NFL? Same question to you, Andrew. John, go first. College, and it's I I like the NFL. I love the Seahawks. I've been watching the Seahawks since I was a little kid. I don't look at them as like one versus the other. I look at it as apple versus oranges. It's a different it's a different game. It's the same game, but it's a different style and college football there's more going on at least that I am like related to that I have experience with uh in terms of like the feel, the atmosphere, the like like college teams mean as much as pro teams to big city, but in a lot of ways, especially the smaller the school gets, they mean a lot more. It's a lot like a lot more like high school football in like states like Texas and Ohio. Like people live and die by, you know, by the Beavers or by the you know, Wildcats or whatever fucking school you go to, you know. But I do love NFL. I think the the difference for me is like NFL. I'll watch Monday Night Football or the big game in the Seahawks, and then probably not anything else. But I'll watch like. I'll watch a D3 college football game any day of the week. Like, two schools that I have nothing to do with and don't even give a shit about, I'll watch their football game. I am 100% opposite of that. Um, I I love college football, too. I love watching, like, especially teams in the Pac-12. I love Oregon. I I 
I root for Oregon State when they're not playing the Ducks. I love like rooting against Ohio State here. Um, it's I like the big schools and everything, and I love it. Like going to college games is probably even more fun than the NFL game. Um, but mm-hmm. if I were to just to watch any game, I'm, I could watch any NFL game um, or college. If it's like if it's a smaller school, I'm like, why do I want to watch that? It's bad football. I don't know anybody. Um, NFL. Especially now, I think athletes and quarterbacks are getting so much better too. Like you can pick any team, and there's like a new young quarterback. They're like, oh, that's interesting. What's, what's Tua doing? Oh, what's Herbert doing? Oh, Joe Burrow. Or you know, the defenses are so good. They're so fast. It's so interesting to watch. Where you go and watch, a, you know, a safety get burned so many times in college. You're like, all right, this guy's never going to play in the league. So why do like, why do I care? You know. So I think if I'm watching on TV, I'd probably pick NFL if I'm watching like my favorite college team or going to go to a game live I'll probably go to a college game Ooh, that's a, oh I like that's actually okay that's a that's a fair point too I feel like it means more regionally right at the college level and there's a lot mm-hmm. yeah I that makes sense uh, I'm an NFL guy 100 percent um as a, I love the purity of the game that it goes back to its fundamentals, and I just, I there's there's nothing better to me than the NFL playoffs. I just, it is so incredible, and it, the, the refs don't they, they they let they just let them play. They tend to not interfere that much. And I just I love it. I I I love college as well, but it's it's a little bit sloppier, a little bit more slow, and you don't see. It, I'll, the the best example I can give is Reggie Bush. Like he was a phenom in college, probably one of the best college running backs I've ever seen play. Oh, hands I loved down. him. The yeah. one two punch incredible. between him and, and Lindell White was is, is absolutely insane. When he got into the league in the preseason, he tried to bounce it outside. <laughs> Demarcus Ware of the Dallas Cowboys ran him down, tackled him, stood over him, and waved his finger. You know, and that's just to say, well, like, they all were kings. fucking in the fell, Reggie. Yeah. I'm just as fast as you are. Everyone's just as fast as you are. And we're all, we're, yeah. our football IQ is better. Until you've been here, until you're not a rookie, dude, get the fuck out of here. And that's well, what right. I remember. I like, just, I in can't college, I, I would say though, that year, college football, those were probably two of the top 10 best college teams ever with the Texas and USC, Vince Young, you had Linda White, Reggie Bush, Matt Weiner. And none of them did shit in the NFL. You know, I think Reggie won a Super Bowl. You know, not really a big contributor, but I'm saying like Reggie none of them were like factors. But in college, they were gods. They get to the NFL. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why kind of the college football is cool. Like I like that. Like yeah, it's dope when dudes just like shred in college and then shred in the pros. Like Aaron Rodgers, you know, he was fantastic at Cal. Yeah, you know. Um, but then you've got guys like Jason White, who in college football was arguably better than Aaron Rodgers in every single way. The quarterback for won Oklahoma, the quarterback for Oklahoma yeah, won, right? Oh, dude, I, yep, I forgot yep, about won him. Won the okay. Heisman and then didn't want anything to do with pro and just went to just back to being small-town Oklahoma dude. You know, I think he owns a car dealership or he, he owns his own business or something. He's doing fine. But, like, I think there's something special. Like, there's some there's the, that kind of connection to, like, you know, America doesn't really have much culture, right? We steal culture from other countries or we export movies, you know? But that part, like that little bit of Americana, that's true, actually, American culture. And like, while the NFL is great, that is a part of it. But there's something special about some dude who's just like, nah, I'm good. This was cool. I, I played for Oklahoma. That's all I fucking care. Whoa, 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 I'm going to go I sell insurance I don't, I don't now. Think, whoa, whoa, hold you know? on. I don't, I don't think that the league wanted anything to do with him. He got no. He got tryouts. He got but a he lot of tryouts, and I think he actually got on a practice squad. Okay, but yeah, but that's not him. But that's not. It's a clear distinction here. That's not him saying "fuck you, NFL." That's the NFL mm-hmm. saying you're not good enough. No, he yeah. wasn't saying yeah. "fuck you, NFL," yeah. but he had been very open about the fact, even before he won the Heisman as a senior, that he didn't want to play professional football. Uh, he just wanted to go to college. Win the Heisman and the stock. John, know, every, I don't know. I, I, think I really cool. don't know if I believe this. I'm he tried it out. Best, he tried out. I think, but if yeah. he tried yeah, out, then he the wanted to play, co- man. I take offense I to. I, I just, I just yeah. think it's cool. I just think it's cool. You know, I think there's something cool about the like the small town or like just like only caring about like just that and not just going. Who into do you think the best you know? college football player? Like I think is the NFL is. Like, 
I don't want to say bust because that's like a negative connotation, but like someone who just the NFL didn't work out for him. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. There's no Ooh. other. That th- there's not even a comparison. Like Reggie Bush, well, he did, you could yeah. make an argument for Reggie Bush. Could but but but. He, Reggie Bush yeah, he did. did have a decent career. He made teams. He was a good punt returner. He was a good special teams guy. He had a place. Jamarcus Russell Russell washed out before even the first season was over. Okay, t- like, it was crazy. Out. What was his contract? That story like, where they told him, "Hey, he man, did like, you watch the film?" And they like had, didn't even have the disc and DVD. Blank DVD. He's like, "Oh yeah, I watched it, coach." And he's like, "No, he didn't, he didn't even open." Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I would say Vince Young for me. Um, really? Yeah, he just he had some moments, and I think that <clears throat> I've watched interviews. He just wasn't mentally, wasn't grown up enough to understand that this was a career. And he was such a special, mm-hmm. amazing athlete that he didn't realize he there was how much study and how the hardest part of professional football is between the ears right like it's a mental game at that level you got to study you got to you got to really work on uh on developing your craft and he wasn't willing to do that i think if he had it to do over again i think things would be different but he just wasn't as mature as as one would hope especially if you're going to be a franchise quarterback so mine I would think be to his go ahead sorry it, mine would be mine would be him i also looked up jason white he was not drafted at all because mm-hmm. of his knee injuries he tried to get mm-hmm. into the nfl and no one wanted uh, anything. okay dude i'm just, the reason i say that the, the reason i knew is mm-hmm. bullshit there's so much fucking money to be made and it, sure. you don't even have to love the game you just got to make it no, you, you can just, make it for you make, seven you make years one practice you squad you're making you're making 400 grand in lifelong no, pension like no, you're saying no no yeah. league minimum is like $400,000 a year if you make yeah, it, that's, if you that's make, what i said yeah, if that you got to make it at least no but you're not in the almost 200 but you're not in the league i think dude i think you're going to make maybe like 100 grand yeah, you make more than that but squad. <laughs> that's a good question it's, it's more than it's more than 100 is it really yeah and it's been that way for a long time. Hold NFL on. practice squad is one hundred sixty-five thousand. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's the average awesome. is two hundred fifty-two. If you're two hundred fifty-two thousand, if you have two um, years of experience. Oh my god, dude. That's I, why I know. I know people. I know people who have, like that. You know, played at a mid-major college, made. You know, got an education played well enough to you know get drafted and like or not get drafted but get signed after the draft make one practice squad one year bounce out of the league but they made like damn near 200 grand made connections got the like even even if you make one practice squad you do get some benefits for a very long time might not be lifetime but it's like five to ten years that gave him enough money to go and get a master's degree and a PhD, and now he's practically running a uh, a very large university. Like he's like second in command for that. Body. Like, and it was because of the money he made that and that opportunity he got because he played at a small school. That's so sick, dude! I didn't know you made that I much money. The, what were you gonna say, Andrew? The college yeah. player that I think that just balled out, that just didn't do shit in the NFL, uh, was Johnny Heisman, aka Johnny Johnny Manziel, Johnny. Oh. Yeah, he what, what, he went out as a sophomore, right? Yeah, he beat After Texas. he won the Heisman, right? Uh, he actually was an Oregon commit, and he decommitted yeah. to Oregon because um, God, who was there at the time? Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but um, he came to Texas a and It was uh, the guy that went to the Titans, yeah. Mariota. Yeah, Mar- uh, yeah Mariota. So that's a smart choice, but dude, Johnny Football at Texas a And M was nuts. <laughs> And just and because he was reckless, he was he was that kind of guy that was partying and he was undersized and he like there's nothing about him made sense and he's just balled out and that was just fun to watch. I remember that was just crazy. And now that said to that to that, there's something special about the NFL that college that is like because of college you have guys like Tom Brady or guys like I mean how many Hall of Fame players. played it and it yeah right and it and, and it was even more it's still it still is now but even more the guys that were like all-time greats that played in like the mid late 90s early 2000s you had guys going to like d3 schools and then becoming like all-time great wide receivers Michigan. like tom where did tom brady play i he forget played at, like uh, michigan, michigan. Yeah. like 
Yeah, and he wasn't bad. He was good. He was a good Big Ten quarterback, but he wasn't anything special. He became special in the NFL. Yeah. You know, I think that's that part of it is really cool that like, you know, you get guys like those are often the guys that that are the best are the ones that play at the smaller schools don't have all the, you know, the glory and shit that they get in their head from from like high level D1 and then go ball out for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Tom, yeah, Tom Brady was splitting time with another quarterback. Um, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. think of who it, it was. I think but. it was, uh, wasn't it the guy that was uh, Cole something that he ended up going into the professional baseball? He played. He was a pitcher for the White Sox. I could, Cole, I, he was, he was something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, some some weird story. He had like he he didn't do well in the NFL and then played baseball or something like that. Mm-hmm. What is? Uh, but uh, listen, I think this is a lively discussion. I would like to do something like this again. Um, maybe a mid-season Maybe a mid-season, check-in. like, check-in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Andrew, you got any closing yeah, statements you'd like to Thank you, guys. I don't know if you noticed. Um, I do this because I have a Bell's palsy right now. It's so like half my face doesn't even work. Yeah. yeah Sorry, he's so, making weird faces in the, uh, for the people slur, listening. So, yeah. um, I apologize. It's weird. It's second like time having it, too, which is crazy. But no, um, I want to leave you with this. I had a question. What is your guys's, and we'll do it quick, but what is your guys's all time favorite college football memory from any time you've been alive that you remember? You can be in there at a game, watch on TV, favorite college football memory. The Ooh. Bush push, man. That B- Reggie Bush that pushing man, uh, Matt Leinart into the end, end of the end zone. Uh, that's that is my favorite moment because I fucking hated oh, USC yeah. so much, <laughs> and I and I so I rooted against them. I rooted for Notre Dame, who I hate too. But that's how much I hated <laughs> Pete Carroll's team. And I remember when Leinart tried to do a QB sneak in. Uh, one of the linebackers came up and hit him so hard he like spun out of the end zone it's like fourth down and uh they they tried it they pushed tried him, it again yeah. and then reggie he didn't get it and reggie bush pushed him in and Notre- he scored and i have some i have some Notre Dame fans out here that you can't talk <laughs> about so to them because they get fucking irate like <laughs> dude let's let's be real we love everybody, yeah, oh, fuck. but fuck Notre Dame. That's that, I could have a whole show, a whole fucking show, where I could just go off on why Notre Dame's history is all bullshit and how much their school is bullshit, just about even worse <laughs> than Oregon's. But okay, John, what's your favorite favorite memory? Um, I'd pro- I'd spit it to two. Watching football as a fan, uh, the kick six, two thousand three Iron Bowl. There is no better. That just. Literally watching, I had just moved here, and I was watching it on TV, and I was like, I probably blew up my whole apartment complex screaming when he's when he got past like the forty yard line, and the guy on the race, Auburn's gonna win the football game. That was that. Oh God, that was one of the best memories the of my kicks, life. I forgot uh, about that. Going going to a game, being there, being involved was uh, I think it was two thousand two Purdue Ohio State when Drew Brees hit like a 45 or 50 something yard pass right down the sideline to, Oh, who was it? It was one of our great receivers. I can't remember, but we beat Ohio state. And that was uh, like, I think that put us in for a part uh, or like we were in, in line for the big 10 title with that. That was, that was amazing. You know, obviously like as a Texas fan, Vince young way back in the day. So I love that, but um, I'm actually going to do it. It's not my favorite, but it's going to be my most, memorable because i remember vividly like like where i was what i was doing what i was wearing what i would i could smell everything and it's kind of a sad one but i remember when uh dennis dixon for oregon ducks went down against arizona foggy day oh, dude. I was against arizona Damn. And like, yeah. like we were we were gonna win national championship he was gonna win heisman like it was it was insane no and, question like, yeah i thought we were gonna win and then he went down and like just I remember just staring at the TV like, oh, my God, what is going on? And it was so foggy. You could barely see and you were confused. And it was. Didn't he tear his knee again in college? uh, Or in in pro? Um, I think he's coaching now. I don't know. Because did he play for the 49ers? No, he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And and he never, I don't think he ever got a fair shake. Um, That was. But but sorry, I just remember, like, because I I must have been in 
what, high school for sure, but like, and that was like, when Oregon was like Oregon. That was like the beginning of Oregon becoming Oregon. Um, so it was very exciting mm-hmm. because before we weren't really anything and like, oh my God, this is our first time we're gonna go get a Heisman quarterback. And then when he went down, I just remember like, that was so crazy and so sad for him because he was awesome. I remember um, going to a game like that year too, real quick. and. It wasn't. They weren't playing USC. I think we were just playing Washington or something like that. But I think um, was that they were, USC was there or they were playing USC and what was that quarterback name? John David Booty, and they decided sign. sign. No. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. him. Nixon, your booty, and I lo- I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's all we have time here for today but i i love the conversation um for every, everyone thanks for so much for listening we kind of you know this is definitely a deviation from from what rick's mind does but being it is you are in my mind these are the things that plague it right now and i am a bit of a sports junkie if you can't tell um if you if you deem us worthy please give us those five stars on uh itunes uh, also be sure to like and subscribe on our youtube channel we also have a clips channel so peruse on over there um we're anywhere we find podcasts share with your friends family whatever we're growing we appreciate you guys hanging in there and uh i can't wait episode 100's coming up and we've got a lot of pretty awesome guests fucking queued up guys so stay tuned we'll see you next week thanks Peace guys and love friends go beads.